They gon' hate, you just gotta take it. Listening to KU Radio's only podcast, OU Radio. And it hurts so good. This is OU Radio. How's everyone doing? How are you doing, Patrick Ramirez? I'm good. How are you, Sasha Bloom? I'm doing fantastic. I'm tickled about today's show, sir. Ooh, are you now? Yes, we got a comedy legend coming in studio, sitting in all three hours. That means this hour, breaking down sports with Michelle Bodkin, and then sitting in with our chancellor, our counselor, Jackson Banks. Wow. Patrick, do you know who we have coming in? Yes, I sure do. Mm. I know who you're talking about. You're yes. talking about the one, uh, the one and only Christian Piper. Yes. <laughs> C. Pipes, as I call him. Yeah. Piper Comedy. The hip-hop um, artist himself. Yeah, yeah. Surprisingly, he knows a lot about hip-hop. <laughs> I'm going to put it to him because um, I heard he can... I've seen this. I heard, I've seen him rap before. So I want to see if he can do a little uh, freestyle for us. Hmm. Every- he's, a, he's a pretty knowledgeable movie guy, so we, we've got a real a real contender when it comes to uh, tying um, the 5 for 5 record. So we got a bit of a problem, sir. What is it? we got Andy Gold coming in, too. That's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that six mics can hold him, sir. <laughs> <laughs> he comes in hot. One thing I know about Andy Gold. He comes in in fifth gear. Yes, he does. So if you think Seth Tippett is good at insulting a fat guy on a, on a microphone, wait till Andy Gold comes in. Because uh, first thing he'll do is probably make fun of my shirt. Then he'll make fun of my beanie, my glasses, and proceed. We should uh, maybe take uh, some bets to see what he's going to pick on. <laughs> okay. If it's going to be your hat or your glasses or whatever, beard. Your beard could be. Yep. Yeah, I wonder what he's gonna go for. He. Uh, he I, really I think he might notice that I've got a collared shirt on today. Oh, that's a good one. Yep. He uh, he likes to twist a knife. <laughs> so get ready, get ready. He might he might come after both of us. I would imagine that. Does not pull any punches. I like to see what what's gonna happen. We may not make it out of this alive. I don't continue to like. I I yeah. just wait for management to come in every day. Hey, Pull the plug. Escort you out of here. Mm. <laughs> Get out of here, fat boy. Well, today might be the day. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> this might be our farewell show, folks. I sure <laughs> hope not, because I love being here at KU Internet Radio. It, yeah. uh, it's a good thing. They're doing a great thing over here. We still need to get the podcast feed for iTunes fixed. I, I don't understand how we've gone a whole semester with... Uh, iTunes down. Like, and I know that people are working on it, and I'm not criticizing anybody, but you know, we are a Pac-12 school. And if all other all 11 other schools are going to be on iTunes and Stitcher, well, we should too. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, we got to be a, a top 10 um, podcast school. Podcast yes. radio school. 
Because it's unbelievable the amount of talent that gets hired um, to become on-air live DJs. And the only way they're going to... For instance, uh, our station manager before Will Hatton was Ann Hatton. She just got hired uh, to be an on-air DJ down in Austin, Texas. Becca was offered to get a job here in town with iHeartMedia. She turned it down. And instead of going and hiring someone else, they hired a KU alum, uh, Aaron Orlovitsk. So Oh, they did? I know that guy. Yeah. He's he's awesome. How do you know him? Uh, I know him from uh, him doing uh, stand-up. Oh. Stand-up. Really? Yeah, yeah. We should get him in studio. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he. That's a good one. I didn't know that about him. Hmm. Aaron Olovitz. Yeah. Yeah, he'd be interested to talk to you. I wonder how that job. What's the word on on Becca? Do we have any any updates on how she's doing? Well, we were texting on Thanksgiving. Okay. I think a lot of her life is going fantastic. I don't know what I can and can't say on on air, but she did tell me she was going to call me Tuesday before the show, and that certainly didn't happen. Oh. For someone who's as brilliant and beautiful as Rebecca, as Becca, she sure has a bad memory. <laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing more that tickles me than uh, people with bad memories who forget to do stuff. Oh, what was she going to call you about? Do you know? Or you just... She was going to call just discuss. to say hello. Okay. And maybe call in on the show, you know. Because we need to start getting generating calls to Jackson's show. He's getting very frustrated that no one calls in. But Jackson does a fatal error. He doesn't plug his show. He doesn't let people know on social media or on Facebook what's going on. He doesn't drop numbers. Like, he'll give out the phone line without giving the phone number. You know, he's like, yeah, I, I need you all to call in and tell me how awesome and beautiful of a boy I am. <laughs> and then he goes on to his next monologue, but he doesn't give the number. Simple stuff. That could hurt your caller base. And <laughs> they don't have the phone number. I'm no radio marketing <laughs> genius, but they got to have those numbers. But for Jackson Banks, uh, anytime he's on, call him at 801-585-3449. That's 585-3449. That's a direct pipeline into the internet radio world you can be heard all over the world so call him call him out ask him out stalk him um, so he wants callers like he wants a, he wants callers to ask him questions he's a fascist you have to remember this he needs okay. all the attention that he can get <laughs> <laughs> he's a megalomaniac sir yeah you turn on a mic with jackson banks you're gonna get some interesting stuff out of him <laughs> and he is not gonna stop until you physically leave the room that's uh, he's always on. Well, we were listening to his episode at on KUradio.org in the talk radio section when Johnny Brandon was in. Yes. Hysterically Those funny. Those two teamed up are uh, are lightning in a bottle. <laughs> Those two, they're just a big snowball running down the hill, getting bigger and bigger. I haven't talked to my good boss yet, Alex, on whether or not I'll be back next semester, but if I do, I need to find a co-host. Johnny may be fantastic, but I'm not sure I can conduct an interview with a dead chicken there. Dead chickens are uh, bad for radio. <laughs> so Patrick's going to get Christian Piper right now as we speak. What up, buddy? You're on the air. Hello. Hello. Hello, air. <laughs> Where should I sit? 
Oh. Right over there, sir. You want to get him some headphones, Patrick? Give him some cans, son. Give him some cans, son. Oh, I gotta take all my clothes off. <laughs> That's how we do it in old U Radio. <laughs> Ooh, I'm all out of breath. <laughs> oh, I hate to hear that, sir. I walked all the way here from the train station. It was like ten whole minutes. Who knew that Christian Piper was a man of the people taking the train? I, I'm trying out life as a poor person. Train tracks. Yeah, Tracks well, man? I took the front runner from Lehigh to Murray Central. There I transitioned to the red line all the way to South Campus. Why, uh, Ooh. why, yeah, that's a lot of, <laughs> Ooh. That's a lot of tracks time. What, uh, why the, why the tracks? Um, well. Any reason? Yeah, I'm really poor right now. Okay. I'm really poor and I busted my tire and I have to wait till I get paid to fix my tire. Okay. So all public transportation for Christian Piper until December 5th, payday. Okay. And then I'm making it rain again. <laughs> Tires Ooh. fixed. Ooh. Getting my tire fixed. Right. What happened to your tire? How We got a blowout? I just, well, I just had one of those slow leaks. Yeah. Uh, I kept filling it up, and then it just kind of stopped even what filling up. What about some fix-a-flat? No, they said, there, said it wasn't one. They said. Liars. They probably are. They're trying well, to cheat me. You can still try it. <laughs> Yeah. What's wrong with a little, a little try, a little, a little effort? Uh, That's the same thing they told Christopher Columbus. Can't be done. Still did it. That sounds like something that, Give it a, shot. that, a, that a working person should do. <laughs> not, a, not a wealthy tracks rider like me. Oh, too good for that. About to get reckless in here. <laughs> <laughs> Your tag team partner is here. He is. Did he tell you that he was coming? Yeah, he did. He's, he's, my, he's my ride at the end so i made sure he had to come no i'm excited that he came in it's always too long not to have him in yeah yeah oh no he's he's a wonderful person that's not true he's a bad person but i like him a lot uh he's one of those likable bad people yeah totally no that's great that's what talk for a second i gotta get my phone charging oh what's up sasha baron cohen (laughs) how are you our dog mirez andy gold here raking it in on tinder man Oh boy. 19 year old top heavy single mom. <laughs> All over me, dude. <laughs> top heavy. You totally got your radio version of that ready. Top heavy. Yeah, dude. I came prepared. I take this seriously. All right. How long have you been on uh, the Tinder site? Only about a week, but that's all a Mac like me One needs. One week and yeah. you got some sweet mashes? Oh, dude. I got like 25. Some prude is all butthurt because I went like two days without texting her. Yeah. Well, you need so. to teach her up, right, sir? What was that? You need to teach her up right. Teach her up right? Yeah. That sounds very old-timey and threatening. <laughs> <laughs> teach her up right. That sounds like pioneer terms for taking the back of my hand to her. <laughs> Take her up right. Every man needs to teach her up right. Oh. You can train them. Yeah, it's pretty sweet, man. But uh, I don't know. I keep, I keep like telling her to come to my shows, and she's like, oh, wow. You do comedy, but she's never saying I want to go, so she's like giving me the runaround. Ah, so that's pretty hot. I feel I'm kind of getting mad. I'm like, you can't be playing too hard to get now. All right, you got, you got some baggage. She needs some Andy Gold in her. (laughs) This is this is a reunion for me and Andy. We're really good friends, but we haven't seen each other in so long. How long has been since we kicked it? Uh, Over a month, I think. Nah, three weeks though. I think. Has it been a month? No way. Yeah, it's been a month. I've been gone all of November. Yeah, you were. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You went in California to California yep. the first week, then Boston, then Cleveland. That's right. That's right. That's why I'm poor. If anyone I wants see. to know. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's why I'm riding the tracks. All right, that makes sense. 
So both of you have been touring. You were just in Tucson, from what I saw on Twitter. Yeah, boy. Yes, sir. It was radical. Did you fit in? (laughs) Well, I was uh, on Tinder in Tucson, too, man. Dirty, dirty boy. My bio on Tinder (laughs) said, in town for two days, comedian, looking for hot... (laughs) (laughs) And then nothing else is on on radio. But I got a couple matches on Tinder, dude, this uh, in Tucson. But Tucson girls are snobs, man. (laughs) He's been sending me texts like three or four times a day with updates about each of his <laughs> Tinder matches. Look at this girl with her cleavage. She has a big nose, though, but it's all good. <laughs> and look at the message she sends me about dropping acid and stuff. This girl's a freak. Then down at the bottom is... Uh, Can you read that, Christian? Yeah, I'll read it. Okay, not going to lie. The first time I tried acid, I was told to watch that scene on mute. What scene? Yeah, uh, what scene Dumbo, was... Pink Elephants. I was talking Disney movies with her. I'm oh. trying to keep it innocent and G-rated, and she comes, wow, you know, riding right. in the acid train. Sorry, the Disney. Yeah. Wow. The first time I was, the fir- I'm not gonna lie. The first time I tried acid, I was told to watch that scene on mute, with infected mushrooms playing in my headphones. Yeah. What's infected <laughs> mushrooms? Yeah. Is that a song? She's freaky, and she just had a kid like two weeks ago that she gave up for adoption. Oh, that's so, so she's hot. Just troubled. So she's, for she's free. She's <laughs> yeah. free of, of any obligations. Yeah. And her name is Sage. <laughs> but she has a big note. She looks like the biker from Raising Arizona, but she has a nice rack. You should offer to. Is rack legal on the radio? <laughs> yes, it is. You sir. should offer to reunite her with her with her adopted son. <laughs> you, should tell her, you should tell her that you'll research so, it. You'll break into the adoption agency. Sounds like a good first date. I think, I think that's what she wanted Go to do. Reun- that's right. Call her up. Let's yeah. do a phone her. Let's talk to her. Yeah, you got her number? <laughs> no, she didn't give me her number yet. I bet I can get it, though. She seems super just take what she can get. So do you see any red flags here? <laughs> what? Do you see any red flags? That's what I look for is red flags. <laughs> <And> daddy issues. <laughs> yeah. He's th- like a bull. You, you think I th- you think I give the you think I swipe right for a gospel loving girl in a white dress? No. I go for the girl that has her dead son's name tattooed on her cleavage and looks drunk. I feel like I could have had a lot and, of fun on Tinder. And her whole bio is emojis. <laughs> that's a good one I like yeah. where they don't even try and don't even put a bio it's like you just deal with this whatever you got I know just my it's like no effort I can handle it. Effort into it you think you would have had fun on Tinder I would have I would have but it didn't exist until after I got married my sister though met her husband on Tinder oh really oh, yes. a marriage out of it. they met on Tinder went on a date and got married in two and a half months well, are you kidding me? No, how's that serious. going he was oh, putting they're doing good she's gonna have a baby she's gonna have a baby she's pregnant a Tinder miracle. <laughs> yes, and then, I think they should be on a commercial or something. Except that's not really their target market. It's people looking for marriage. One girl, <laughs> one girl who's a comedy fan I've been chatted up with named Christy. And Did you tell her how good I am at comedy? No, I ain't talking about you. <laughs> she, should, she should become a fan of me. What? She's a comedy fan? She would love me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, You're not on Tinder, though. That's you got to get on Tinder to put this butt in the seat. <laughs> I should. I did hear there's a guy I met in Boston who. I thought you were gonna say I met a guy on Tinder. <laughs> no, this is a guy I met on Tinder. He runs an open mic, and what he does is he goes onto his his wife's Tinder account, who What's she had Tinder one account? since before they got married or something, or uh-huh. it's his girlfriend, something like that. And he finds guys and tells them to come to the open mic, so there are more people there. And then, like, he tells them to come, like, a half hour after it starts, and then he starts the show by saying, hey, look out for, and he finds out what they're going to be wearing, and he says, look for a guy coming dressed like that. He's coming to meet my my girlfriend. 
Oh, really? That Tinder. is a terrific idea. That is. <laughs> I mean, to, like that is if diabolical. Uh, but it's a great idea. They're not going to be happy. But if you're a, if you're on the road or somebody doing a door deal, yeah. Oh man, and you're there for four days because it takes a couple days for it to set in, and you just have your profile picture some dirty DTF skank, <laughs> and then just just be like. Come to this comedy club tonight and bang me. Woo! And send it to every dude. <laughs> Woo. And then, like and then out comes Andy like, hey! <laughs> like, right. That'd be a great idea, man. No, I tell you, the one thing that was a drag about Tucson, I sent Christian a big long text, is instead of putting me in a hotel, they put me in this uh, like comedy condo. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the manager's house. And it's also like the after show hang, man. And they partied all night in the next room. Just, just the me. local comics. And just the manager, who's a 65-year-old dirtbag named Hoodie, who I really <laughs> like. <laughs> and then some just like 28-year-old dude who did a guest set named Ali, who's a funny dude. But they were louder than crud. Yeah. <clears throat> just a 65-year-old man and a 28-year-old guy. Yeah. And you can't tell him to be quiet because he's kind I of I did tell him to be quiet. Did you? And they kept being, he's like, I'm so sorry, Andy. <laughs> and then, but when he got really drunk, I can't tell you what he t- kept saying to me on the radio. He kept calling me fat and te- kept telling me to blank his blank. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that wasn't through I'm Tinder. Trouble, Good job. I'm having trouble linking two <laughs> swear words. Yeah. With, with blank, blank my blank, fat blank. <laughs> like 10 times he said this to me. <laughs> nice. But, uh, the dude's email is on that Tinder, on that Angel Fire list I gave you. You got to try to get in there, dude. I will. It's I'm gonna. Like was it a, fun? Good crowds? Dude, it's like a total place to film a set. What's oh, the club awesome. in Tucson? Yeah, laughs. Laughs. Okay. Yeah, it was just like they were bonkers, dude. And that's I, I that's what I had heard about the place too. And yeah, is it a? That's College Town, right? Was it? Is it right yeah. next to the? University? So the first night, the turnouts were a little hurt because it was at Arizona. Arizona State game, mm-hmm. but it was still like 120 people a show. But yeah. I guess they usually sell out every show, 200 people. The guy that books that show is kind of famous for being a guy that, like, when you say you want a headline, he's like, no, you're not good enough, and he'll give you, like, a feature spot. Or yes. If you say you want a feature, he'll give you he'll a give you a host slash opening spot, which yeah. is what he gave me, but then he rehired me. See, that's he interesting. watched me and liked me. So is that me. a cultural theme in Tucson? Because I'm going out there in the spring to – be a camera operator for spring training for Major League Baseball. That was, can I just say? And that's where you go to really hone your craft if, you know. If you want to make it about you, just own it. Be like, let's talk about me right now. Instead of this half-hearted segue, is that a cultural (laughs) thing in Tucson? Because here's my Major League (laughs) camera job. Just be like, Andy, your story is a little boring because we've gone over it. Let me tell you about this exciting thing that's happened to me, and I'll go there with you. No, because I'll go there with you. That's awesome that you got that camera job. It's a similar parallel because. It doesn't reach, though. (laughs) No, you're good. Okay, go ahead, Sasha. Sorry. Uh, you see this? Wait, Patrick? so you're, you're going to Tucson. You're yes. going to be a camera operator for spring training. Yes. Which sounds like a dream job. Th- yeah, three weeks, two games a day. Just like picking different hot girls in the crowd to put on the camera. That's what yes. you do, right? Yes. Oh, man. Yes. yes. Come out to the ballpark. You, see, the, you see those great videos but online of like of yes. compilations of just like camera guys looking at <laughs> girls' butts. <laughs> like. That's smart, though. That gets yeah. people to the ballpark. You're right. I'm at home watching the game, and there's not a butt in my room watching the game but I know there's a what do you mean there, Marty's there I want to be at that ballpark I want to be he hasn't be, worked out in weeks <laughs> I want to be where the boobs and butts are yes <laughs> that's a good good 
yeah. philosophy to have. Yeah, man. Sucks. But no, that's great. Are you really excited? Is this your first time doing it? I've done camera work here for Pac-12 and stuff like that, but it's few and far between because there's so many older men that are established or so many other headliners in your instance that are above you. And so the reason why I brought that up to you was because over at spring training, they're not as concerned about, you know, if you wobble a camera for a split second because no one's watching spring training <laughs> baseball. Well, except right. me. I'm the one guy getting mad at you for wobbling the camera. <laughs> yeah, as I'm watching guy. on MILB TV, <laughs> which is the minor league baseball TV network online. You Thank really you. have it's that? Steady. Oh, yeah. I watch, oh, I watch oh, really? every spring training game. I watch minor league games. Oh, wow. Every major league game every year for the Minnesota Twins. Hmm. I'm obsessed. That's pretty cool. I'm a bad person because of it. I neglect <laughs> my responsibilities. I neglect my wife. <laughs> oh. I watch baseball. Oh, it's fine. Take tracks. It's fine. We neglect people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's not normal. I'm saying most people are bad for neglecting. <laughs> and so there, the goal you? is over there is they want to bring young people that might have talent and give them an opportunity to work on their craft. And it sounded like that's kind of an opportunity for you out there, too. I went there. I didn't make hardly any money. Sure. All right, because of the spot I gave. It was my goal to get my foot in the door mm -hmm. at a adjacent club that's an awesome club. I thought I should have been featuring it. Uh, I feel like the owner agrees now. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I'm pretty self-aware, and I know where I'm at, so I thought it was realistic to at ask for the feature spot, but I just think he's in the automatic mindset. That's what I've heard of, oh, well, every feature thinks he's a headliner. Every opener thinks he's a feature and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But he did see me, and... Uh, well, I think that's the smart thing is to come with what what you really want to do and let them negotiate you down. Don't go in there asking for an opening spot. Yeah. Because then, I mean, if you go in there asking for a feature, it'll give you open. If you go in there asking for an opening, it'll tell you to take a hike. So, so I'm going to send them like a 25-minute tape. Uh, I think if it's a good audience, I think I'll tape myself in Idaho. At, at, the, yeah. at the festival yes. in Boise. Yeah, no, it'll probably be good. It depends on what show you're on and where. Is it at Liquid? That's what I, No. Well, then I'm doing one be. show at Liquid, but then the long set I'm doing is at some other spot. Then it won't be good. Liquid's the good show there. Everything else I'll is I'll make it crappy. good, baby. <laughs> I'm just saying the audience. When is You'll this? be fine. Yeah. What? When is that festival? What is it? Uh, the first, I think it's the first, second weekend in January. It's I like hate, the 7th I ninth. hate Marty. I lost <laughs> the email to the festival, so I didn't know when it was. I'm like, hey, man, can you forward me that email? He's like... <laughs> well, you don't need to know. It's not till January. I'm like, I know. I know, Marty. That's that good but I would like to know. You don't need to know. And also, I would like to have the email because I'm doing it. Okay? And he's like, well, you're going to ride up with us. I was like, Marty, I don't want to find out the day of. Like, Can you just, hey, you know what? It's pushing two buttons. It's pushing two buttons. I hate <laughs> he, he's so arrogant. There's no radio language. Did you say he's arrogant? Yeah. No. Yeah, that's controlling. That's a very uh, narcissistic and sociopathic boom, boom. thing to he's do. He's a secret narcissist. Yeah. That's my point of view on Marty. I was going to oh. say he that's just to be really all, how he is. He's like, I'm not funny. Like He acts <laughs> like all like... But he, he knows he's funny. He knows he's good at comedy. And he knows he's hot. He knows he's got a great body. So he's <laughs> flaunting it. He's riding high on the hog. <laughs> I'm trying to that's stick right. it to us, the common man. Riding that and that's Archibald why, train. That's why he's so stingy 
with compliments. Yep, because no one's as good as he is. I don't think I've ever heard him compliment. What? Has he ever said good set or anything after a no. set? No. There's no. no. Me neither. I don't never. think he's made eye contact with me ever. Nobody's as good as Marty. <laughs> 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 made eye contact. <laughs> Man. Two years in, I didn't even know if Marty liked me. I was like, I don't think he likes me. He's always mad. I've spent almost as much time with Marty as I have with my wife since I started doing comedy because we <laughs> carpooled everywhere for a long time. And we've never had a sincere conversation <laughs> about anything. Yeah. Like, he's just like, I don't care. Matter. Oh, no. Doesn't matter. Doesn't oh, matter. All the time. <laughs> nothing has ever mattered to him. <laughs> 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 never mattered. He doesn't care and nothing matters. I'm going to start telling him <laughs> how bad he sucks. You should. <laughs> no, I, do, I do that to him every once in a while. Like, when, when Marty bombs, yeah. which happens <laughs> okay. can happen. a, a little he, do i think marty's funny yes does he bomb on a rig yeah <laughs> and, and, I, and i'll be like man that went bad for you marty <laughs> okay and i'll i tell marty straight up i go you know what made me i think develop is following you all the time and watching you lay a turd and bring the crowd to a bring the crowd to a zero and i had to go up there and just just like by default, develop the ability to bring a dead, Dig depressed, sad bunch of people yeah. into happy mode. Thanks, Marty. <laughs> I like let, I like hurting him because I know he hurts. Deep he doesn't in show there, it. Yeah, some hurt. some I hope bruising. he's listening. You're such a good roommate. He, what? He he, I'm a way better roommate than he is. Yeah. Oh, who does the cleaning? C pipes. Who would you rather live with, AG oh, or Marty? I spent a week with Marty in Cleveland. We were both at the same festival Cute. there. It was not cute. <laughs> I came home with one conclusion, which is that Marty is the Cleveland of people. He just <laughs> fits so perfect in that town. There's nothing to do there, and Marty doesn't want to do anything. So he just sat there in the hotel room playing his WWE Supercards game on his phone. Oh, Such he's a, explained this game to me Such before, too. Eight hours a day, he's w. playing this game on, in Cleveland. Just not stopping. Yeah, he doesn't care. He really like when when no ambition meets tolerance, you got Marty Archibald. <laughs> Where no ambition meets like, ah, oh, I'm just cool with this right now. <laughs> oh man, no no social ambition. That's true. Yeah, yeah, I would say no social ambition. I think he has ambition in comedy. Right. Socially, uh, he has no ambition. And to for being at the gym, in the locker room. Yeah. yeah, and being at the gym and the locker. But like, he he will have an empty funeral. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go, and Christian's going to go, and we're not going to stay for a time. <laughs> we're going to bring Arby's to the funeral, yes. and we're going to leave early. In his honor, I'll play WWE <laughs> Super <Supercard laughs> During the funeral. Because <laughs> I'm assuming like there isn't going to be advances in technology uh, before he dies. It will be soon. Still at be. his own hand. Yeah. Uh, at his own hand. How do you think Marty's going to go? Oh, hang himself. Hang himself, yeah. huh? He should. Marty, and he'll he hang should. himself. He's not going to hang himself with a rope. Like an old-timey Western yeah, I would rustic rope, rope because those kind of have personality. Yeah, I wouldn't say rope. He's going to find some generic gray cord to hang himself with. That The temperature is that, – that's where he's going to – It's going to sp- be ambiguous whether or not it was something kinky or not is what it's going to be with <laughs> Marty. It's going to be like, I don't know about this. Either he either gets off on some weird stuff or right. he was trying to kill himself. We don't know. We don't yeah. know. Yeah, we'll never know. <laughs> we'll never know. It would be like, yeah, this could be autoerotic, but there is a stack of He's only got book. his shirt on, but it's his bed sheet tied right. around his neck. <laughs> his shirt's off, but his pants are on. <laughs> Not uh, sure still. Totally, uh, totally pumped Sunday night friend time. Up at Terry's show. Oh, you did? How did Which, you were in Park City today on Park City DD? Yeah, he just asked me to come for awesome. some reason. I actually have a blast doing there. Yeah, no, I, it's it's it, a lot of fun. Oh, dude, but he had a new camera girl named Chloe. 
who is she on Tinder? I'm a hope. You gotta check whenever you're in a new location. You gotta open the app. Oh, I have it within 75 miles, dude. I got the Park City. I got the Park City tell He's covered, got it dude. in the Western I'm Hemisphere. S- I swipe right. Right. We'll travel but, for action. And yeah. I'm only interested. Oh, that's in what I should put as my bio, dude. <laughs> we'll travel for action. You know. I'm straight That's up right. on Tinder, though. I'm I will ask for nudes. about what I look like. <laughs> I'm going to start swiping right. Look at mine as. Huh? What's wrong her. with the way you look? You seem I've... like a distinguished gentleman. Oh, I just had a match. I just matched with this girl named mine as. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> let's, let's get a message going. Okay. Send her a message. Oh, there's two girls, and they're both hot. Okay. Let's In the same see. send her a message on air. Single, 22, college, marketing, half Kuwaiti. <laughs> half American. Tell her you fought in the She's Gulf War. She's dumb. <laughs> half Kuwaiti, half American. Tell her you fought in the Gulf War. No, I gotta have her think. Tell her young. you liberated. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Tell them you're you're welcome. Family is everything. Going out and dining. Going out in general. Excitement. <laughs> Prefer- I like going out in general. Why she not just, just walks out her house. Prefer looks around. Just nods her head and goes back if you inside. like dining, going out in Prefer general sentiment that. over romance. Take me to the ball and let's dance the night away. Let's look at her picture. Uh, she's, Describe the pictures. Let me, let me get She's a, hot, dude. Paint me a picture. She's hot. What's she doing in the first Andy picture? Andy can be really descriptive when he's describing <laughs> girls. I've noticed. She's hot. She's here. really hot. Let, yeah, let's go let's give her a description. Okay, right okay. here. Okay. Dark hair, big hoots, red lips, <laughs> Jasmine. She looks like Jasmine. My grandpa? She looks like a little more. Uh... She's like Jasmine? Yeah, she kind of. She has kind of a Kar- that, uh, Kardashian thing going on. And then she's. Uh, that's the half Kuwaiti side of her, yeah. I think. There's a picture of her showing her watch. And... Showing her watch? Yeah, what kind dude. of watch is it? Timex Iron Man? Is she a see. wealthy woman? I don't know. Is she a woman of privilege? Okay, <laughs> let's message her. All right. What should I message her? Say, let's go get food. You buy. Her Love bu- Andy. Nice. Andy. <laughs> Andy. <laughs> All right. Love Andy. Sincerely, Andy. Leave your Kuwaiti side we at go. home. You can say, I like this stretch marks Let's on go your get lips. food. Dash buffet. Period. <laughs> your treat. Period. Love Andy. Period. <laughs> Message me back in five minutes or I delete you. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Ultimatum. You're a man who's desired. I'm gonna give him the title. Message me in five minutes or I delete you. How about message me in five minutes or the world ends? Yeah, yeah that's what you should have put. Yeah. That's what that's what like a guy in a romantic comedy would put. <laughs> There's no. got to be a Tinder romantic comedy in the guy. works, right? Let's go get food. Yeah. Tinder the movie. Your treat. Movie. Love, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Message me back in five minutes or I delete you. <laughs> Send. <laughs> well, you don't want to be too available. <laughs> I'm verifying that's what he sent this okay. woman. Witness. Let's go get food. Buffet. Your treat. Love, Andy. Message me back in five minutes or I delete you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really came full circle on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, dude. So you went to Park City today. There yes. was a hot TV her, her her name's camera operator. Chloe. Which is Sasha's job. Yes. So camera Sasha, operator. do you know Chloe? I don't know Chloe. Well, I, if there's any... Is she a member of the union? You should look up oh, your Sasha. union roster. Oh, I'm I'm union free because I'm in Salt Lake City in oh, Utah. But right. there must be some kind of community there of is. camera people. Chloe. That's Park gotta Canada. be a great. But I, I work group. in the really successful <laughs> community, like in traveling sport production. So it's a circle of like the best talent in Utah, and they all go and work for ESPN, Fox Sport One, Pac-12 Network, 
And she's not on that crew. Why are you giving me all you of your credit? She's dragging. Goodness sakes. <laughs> See, I'm too good for Chloe. Sasha, I hang out with all comics. I know the covert dropping of credits for no reason, all right? I pick up on it like that. You may be more advanced Find this than girl. Her. You may be more advanced I'd than her to. in your career, but she's hot. So you should yeah. not be well, that Sleeping she, your way to the top is the thing, and no one's going to want to get with William Wallace's best friend, <laughs> Sasha. Ooh, you've used that one on this show before, I sir. know. It's like the call. dad from Brave. Have you had that one? The <laughs> yeah. dad from Brave? Or How I Met Your... Oh, how, Seth, how to Train Your Dragon. Seth Tippett's oh, came how in I met your dragon the other day mother. and just bared me for being fat. It was fantastic. Seth Tippett's is a monster. <laughs> he is eight feet tall and dumb as a sack of bricks. And he makes oh, fun of dude. fat he does. people. He makes Marty look like Mother Teresa. That's <laughs> how fat is. He came in swinging that day to the point he was eight in. And I was like, Seth is... He's really mad right now he's a mad mad man he's doing this great thing for his comedy now though where he's speeding up and he just goes and goes and goes so no one has no one no one uh has time to realize the jokes are bad (laughs) so it's great he just like buries the audience and they're like well i mean this must be good it's coming (laughs) with such high pace and he he has he did did go after he did go after chi chi in the network though so I give him points for that. All right. He even called her. I loved it. That was one of the best. I had so much fun with it. There's this monster. Wait, she, is it pronounced Chi-Chi? I thought it was Cece. I say oh, Chi-Chi. is that who you're talking about? When I do voice to text and say Chi-Chi, it spells it the way she spells it. Okay. okay. There's this gritty old baboon named <laughs> Chi-Chi Chambers. Oh, yeah. She's, yeah, she's, she's been in here. She's oh, been in here. tell her Andy says hi. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's she, uh, she's you, uh, Jackson's friend. Oh, yeah? Have you come yeah. across her on Tinder? I, I think oh, no. they do it. That would be something. Really? I'm her convinced. and Jackson? Really? You think that? I'll, I'll ask him tonight. Yeah. We'll ask him tonight on the show. I got into a little Facebook war with her. Well, You should. She uh, she's she a, blocked me and then ran away. So she's very domineering. She she was like her. booking her own guests. She's fake. Oh, I totally. She's bad for comedy. There's not a yeah. lot I hold sacred in this world, but comedy <laughs> is one of them. And I got a new thing. Mm-hmm. If you're bad for comedy mm-hmm. and you're using comedians mm-hmm. to pump your crappy comedy, I'm mm-hmm. putting you on blast. I like that. All yeah. right. That's right. I don't care. And if I burn Gold the bridge, it's a you. bridge to garbage land. Okay, you haunted house employee. And I'm, right. the more, I'm the more polite and manipulative one, mm-hmm. and I get it started, and then Andy comes in and just blasts He's the finisher. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. get on base. <laughs> See, she got she got on our little network, our Facebook page for right. comics in Utah. That you know, nothing really good comes out of it. But <laughs> I it's, know. It's, it's theoretically supposed to be for networking and helping each station. other. Out. <laughs> she gets on there and starts uh, saying that she's made it that she's arranged something with Bill Gephardt. Mm. Ooh, oh, I didn't see this one. Who is starting his own uh, web channel? Yes, and he wants content. And he's accepting submissions from comedians. And she said that comedians should send her their submissions and that they would use them for exposure and Mm -hmm. no pay. And so I got on there and I said, wow, this sounds like an amazing opportunity. (laughs) I'm sure all of Utah's best comedians will avail themselves of this chance for exposure. I was just wondering when the last time that Bill Gep, I was wondering why Bill Gephardt didn't have any skin in this comic exploitation game. (laughs) Why would Bill Gephardt want comedy content? He's do, he's trying to do he's like just a guy that makes money for being him. Yeah. You know he does that Gephard approved thing. It's trash. Yeah. It's bad it's news. Trash. And uh, everyone's he's everybody's LinkedIn friend. Anyway, he uh, he is starting like a HuffPo for Utah is the idea. Now I'm here plugging it. It's crap. It's not good. <laughs> 
Don't go do I've that. I've heard disturbing stories about him by fellow camera operators. Oh. About trapping him in their cars, driving to like Ogden, oh. Willie. He chain smokes two packs of cigarettes without <laughs> the windows being down. Finding Stuff like that, you know. That's totally against his like super Mormon, right. I'm the truth seeker, like, yeah. you know. He, he's just one of those guys making money off Mormon people. And you know what? Right. To, to feed off of this, what he does is unethical from a journalistic point of view because he built himself in Salt Lake City for 20 plus years as I'm a reporter I'm going to give you truth and accuracy with your community your government then he quits whatever news station he works with and then he starts making this gimmick like oh you I was a trusted journalist now I'm going to go and have businesses pay me to get Gephardt approved which is a major no-no in journalism and he's he's all about comedy pig can I, let me read you these Facebook comments. Okay. So Christian says that to her, what he was yeah. saying earlier. So he photos it to me because Christian knows I'm going to come in hot with it. <laughs> that, that's why you sent it to me, right? Yeah, I did. Okay. I needed some help, and she blocked me so I couldn't comment anymore on the post. And I was afraid she refuted it. She tried to, like, argue against me yeah. and didn't give me a chance to right. respond. That's no what she to did to back. me. She tried to be petty and give me crap for coming back from New York. Yeah. Smartest thing I ever did. But then when she did that, I'm like, oh, the gloves are off. So this is my first comment. This is my nice one. Yeah, Christian, why are you being such a smart blank? Crystal Chi-Chi clearly has nothing to gain from this. I mean, it's not like she's one of these people who wants to be a comic, but sees being a comedian is really hard, and instead of putting the work in and writing some blanking jokes, she just uses the content (laughs) of others to move her own career forward. It's not like she's one of those people at all. Okay. (laughs) Then she gets on there and she's like, how very small of you, Andy, when you don't (laughs) even know me. And if it's just something you heard, blah, blah, blah. And I go, what did I hear? My comment was based on blank I've read that you've posted, dum-dum. What do we got, a mic damage? And then I said, and spare me your incense burning hippie blank. People are motivated to hate meaningless blank blank. This has nothing to do with hate. This has to do with putting talentless nothings on blast who want to advance their own career by using the content of others. You have no interest in being behind the scenes. You want to be the spotlight, but you lack what it takes to be there. So you do blank like this. Wow. This would be like great swear word Mad Libs. Okay. That's That's crying material. That happened in a segment. Then she blocked me. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> okay. At that point, you're she... making Sasha feel bad for so, her now. Then I'm no. like, blanket. I'm not being honest with myself. I'm going to miss her. I mean, how am I going to go without her awesome posts about giving pushy guys the shoulder? You know, because she has them lining up. (laughs) Chi-Chi, you temptress. You make the fellas think they got a shot, and then you back off like the cold-blooded vixen of desire you are, you heartbreaker, you. (laughs) And her always keeping us on the up and up as far as her awesome projects and new representation goes. I mean, who gives a blank that her management, in quotes, are probably one of those fake blank agencies that that you pay a monthly fee to and they'll represent literally anyone, and the projects are just her interviewing Sundance interns and then <laughs> posting the clips on YouTube. Haters gonna hate, I guess. <laughs> so uh, the one, the one email I got from her, she offered me a comedy gig uh, at Epics. Yeah, well, I don't know where it was. I yeah. forget, but it was a half-hour spot. Uh-huh. It had to be TV clean. It was gonna be broadcast mm. on. Public television. Yeah, that's her new. Access. That's her new thing. Is can you even call it broadcast yeah. at that point? Yeah, sure. It's, it's going to be taped and aired mm-hmm. uh, for very few people. And she said no pay, but there will be. But you'll get the exposure. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you want me to come <laughs> do a half hour, half hour of my TV clean material, which I have a half hour barely of stuff that I could do on TV. 
but I'm not going to go and like do material I don't want to do for exposure that doesn't exist for free. It's ridiculous. So I just didn't respond. And then a few days later, she's like, um, excuse me, I'm just checking to check in on my offer to see if you're interested. I <laughs> yeah. said, no, I am not interested. And that's the, that's all the interaction we've had before <laughs> things exploded on that's Facebook. Same email. <laughs> my favorite part was has to be tight. Laugh a minute. That shows how little you know about comedy. You shot out mistress of the dark looking tramp. Okay. You, you miss swan looking gritty monkey. Okay. Gritty you stupid monkey. droopy faced shot out troll. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> Who knew Marty laugh. would come out looking so she good? She says laugh a minute. Yeah. Laugh a minute. That's really bringing it. Chi Chi. You sure know your stuff. I hope I can hold myself up to those standards. You bring a laugh every 15 seconds. You, Stupid. If you're only getting one laugh a minute, that's going to be Gosh. a long half hour. <laughs> Extra from it's a 1980s club <laughs> scene movie. Jokes. <laughs> Gosh. And you can send your hate mail to All You Radio. <laughs> she looks like the kind of lady who gives birth to... Andy's body She's shaming She's our uh, 8 o'clock guest, as what? it turns out. Body shaming <laughs> on the air. Yeah. And then I posted pictures of her or what she looks like on Facebook compared to what she looks like in real life, side by side <laughs> of her photoshopped high angle black and white CGI enhanced CGI fake <laughs> mind blowing stupid <laughs> selfies for everyone to see. And now I'm like, since Chi Chi blocked me, I guess I'm just gonna have to post for her as to what she would say. Sure. And I'm posting all the yeah, crap you, she was saying. You should make a fake account, a fake uh, Twitter or um, Facebook account. It's the most fun I've had on Facebook ever. And to know that she's hurting motivates me to go even harder, to use one of her lines. <laughs> I, and I, I just want to say to any listeners out there, like normally, I, I just want you to understand the situation. Because normally I also would disapprove of, of Andy's approach to this. With the language that he's using and the way he's attacking her physical you know, appearance. But frankly, I, this woman deserves nothing. Like no positive treatment. The way she tries to to use people, yeah, so I can't say I've provides heard a lot nothing of, of value. So since ever, she blocked so. me, and I have the void of not seeing her awesome posts, <laughs> I just have to create the narrative in my head yeah. and post it. So I'm doing. It. I go. So Andy posts for Chichi. Here it goes. Just had an amazing meeting with my management team. I love it when I walk into the boardroom and all the executives try and sweet talk me because they think I'm just a pretty face. But then they see the brains on me and they know I'm the one who's in control. You should have seen these chauvinist dogs try to get in my pants. What they don't know is that I'm not a racist and I only date black men. Making big things happen and doing it with my mind, not my body. You know, chi-chi stuff. <laughs> That 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 is really indistinguishable like, from like <laughs> Yeah, like as humorous as you try to make that, it's not that far off yeah, from man. previous posts. <laughs> Pretty accurate. <laughs> Pretty accurate. All In fact, right. I would accuse you of stealing that post. Oh uh, yeah, I copied known. and pasted it. She like, didn't really block it. So me. if people want to know how comedians spend their Thanksgiving weekend, <laughs> it's having Facebook wars <laughs> with Facebook fake wars bookers. That's what we do. So <laughs> is is she a fake booker? Cause yes. She tried to come on here and I threw her to Jackson's show because she was sending me weird emails and I wasn't going to, it just like she was, it was a very, first of all, I feel very fortunate to do the show and I'm very grateful for any and every guest we've ever had, but I've never had a guest come in on email who I've never met telling me how we're going to do the show and switching and saying, Oh, I'm bringing in all these people. Wow. You know? And it was like, did she say she was going to bring Hulk Hogan on the air? <laughs> It, it was yeah. Colin Williams, which he was really good in the studio. And then some other guy from Magna, and he was 
<laughs> fine or whatever. <laughs> and it, but it was just the way she she wasn't kind. She wasn't using language that was respectful. It was just like I'm doing this. I hear you have a show. I'm coming in, and it's like uh, no, that's not the way it works. <laughs> you know, and yeah. but she when she came on to Jackson's show because I was sitting in. She, she got better as the hour went on, but it seemed like she was trying to do stuff for the comics in terms of booking people in Ogden and then some club in Murray. And I just, but it would, there was something weird to it too. Like it was 9.30 radio and she brought her eight-year-old kid with her. And it's like, <laughs> so, so I got yeah, an that's eight, her opener. I got an eight-year-old across from Jackson Banks. And <laughs> that is not good. Do not have a child near that guy. Gosh. I don't. I don't think that's legally permissible. I think there's certain did you court leave, orders. Did you leave a door that. open or something? Ugh. No, she. No, here's the deal. She likes to pretend that she's out there trying to help comics build their careers. Yeah. And she tricks some people into like coming along for the ride. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I, I love doing this show. Mm-hmm. But frankly, this isn't a show you need to have an agent book you to get on no you just have to be doing comedy for a while and mm-hmm. like meet you she That's looks like luca brazi from the godfather <laughs> and so and so she like she tells them she's like i got you i booked you guys on a radio show so you could plug this thing and she emails you Ugh. and you book the show and it's a great thing but it's also not something you need to have management running around like emailing yeah. people to arrange like it's no and it, it's the reason why i do the show is a for me to get better right. in my broadcast journalism career but especially for the comics is to give them and the young journalists to give them mic time and the ability to record their stuff and look back and review it and and what you don't need is to have someone using your show as currency because that's what she's doing yeah. she's telling these people that she represents yeah. hey i'm gonna get you on the radio mm-hmm. she looks like gets- the opponent of a disney princess <laughs> 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 oh, Andy, I love this. Movie. I've missed you. I've missed you too, man. Dude, for real, like we, nah. we, I think we love each other. We love each other. Oh, I'd be devastated if you died, homie. Oh, thanks, loves, man. loves an appropriate oh, word. Sea pipes, my homie. Him and man. Marty will go to your funeral. The day we die. <laughs> but no, like I, I, I don't feel bad about anything I said to her. <laughs> and, I mean, I normally I, I don't. Think the I audience piece that one but, together. <laughs> I think we did the math. You sounded so one. remorseful. I don't. I'm I didn't done, know. guys. I'm just gonna get this out there. I'm so done being afraid to burn bridges and, and to kiss the butt of someone who has a worthless and gross butt. To I, I will kiss all the useful butts I have. I, if your butt is useful and it can make things happen for me. I will suck it, okay? <laughs> but if you have a worthless, gross, like dimpled, stupid butt like her, I'm not going to kiss it. And then I'm going to blast you for thinking it ought to be kissed. <laughs> and I think I did the scene a real favor. I normally don't care about the scene, frankly. But I think I did it a favor. Like, hey, everyone, this is a garbage person. <laughs> bad for comics, bad for comedy. Stay away. And don't worry about her feelings. <laughs> There you go. No, I agree. I think that that is certainly true. So what's going on, guys? Should we change subjects? (laughs) We're actually going to go to break here in just a second. Uh, We have Michelle Bodkin coming in studio. Are you guys sport fans? I know you are. You like football? I do. Andy, how about you? NBA, son, and I love baseball. Not as much as Christian, though, but I do like baseball, but it's over. Well, Michelle Bodkin writes for Rivals.com. Is she hot? She's gorgeous. 
Oh. And she's articulate. And I don't think you should say that. Like, she's <laughs> going to be on the show. But you shouldn't always reduce people to their physical appearance. You're right. <laughs> or at least not open with that. <laughs> Ask that during the break, not before the break. <laughs> okay. Monster. <laughs> you monster. Monster I love. Chambers is posting as you right now. I just text from the girl who I thought was mad at me. Ashley texts me back. She can't resist. She's right, trying to Ashley. be all coy. Did you delete that girl? Did she respond in five minutes? I'm not really going to delete well, well, can We can come in <laughs> after the break with an update. <laughs> There's a lot yeah, here. i got to submit. So, gotta... Christian, I saw that on December 7th, it looks like you have a really cool interview you're doing. Uh, Is yeah. that correct? Yeah, I, I have what, what's called Sunday Night Comedy Friend Time, mm-hmm. which started as a an internet show that I did for my living room. And I've watched that many times. Oh, you have? Yeah. I'm, I'm so glad you watched it. Yeah. I thought it was pretty funny, but it just got to be too much work to do every week, mm-hmm. and so I stopped doing it. And then... Uh, I got the chance, uh, Keith Stubbs at Wise Guys was looking for shows to do on nights other than Friday and Saturday nights. So uh, I pitched him on this show. And you have Mayor Ben uh, McAdams coming in. Yeah, Mayor Ben McAdams is going to be my special guest. I'm going to. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's a get for the first show. That was. uh we did a show for Ben McAdams a while back in the yeah. convention center. It was a hoot. Mm-hmm. It was fun. He's a nice guy. He's funny. He likes comedy. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have a good time. It's not going to be. It's not going to be anything serious. It's going to be lighthearted and fun, but we're going to we're going to have a lot of audience involvement. Andy's going to be there. He's going to do some really awesome stuff at the end of the show that I don't necessarily want to give away, okay. but it's going oh, to be, okay. it's going to be similar to what he's done on the show so far. Um, <laughs> so that's this Sunday night what time? The Sunday night at 7:30 p.m. Cool. at Wise Guys. That, West that looks really interesting. Tickets are only ten dollars, mm-hmm. and if you reach out to me on Facebook, I can get you a limited number of free passes. Okay, so I'm weirdly excited about this. It's like, going to be awesome. It's I've been be... thinking about this for a while. I'm not even kidding. I think this is going to be a really rad show, and I hope it becomes a regular thing. We're going to have a world premiere of a Jackson Bank short film. Guy oh, Seidel wow. is going to do stand-up. Uh, we're going to have live sketch comedy from Jordan Todd Brown and Mike Grover. Beautiful. It's going to be... Is Spence down, too? Tell about... Spence is going to be there, I'm sure. Oh, Marty, Marty Archibald is my sidekick. He's a janitor. Oh, but Marty, only yeah. for a small amount of time before we're going to have a sidekick standoff. We're gonna have an audience election between Marty and Brian Rosales. Uh, oh, I have I, big get I, number two. I have, <laughs> I have booked Brian Rosales for the show. I have. I I texted him and he said yes. I would like to. So I have <laughs> I have confirmation from him that he's gonna be there. It's gonna be awesome. Jeez. And then uh, uh, you, got, you can't afford to miss this. Yeah. Patrick Ramirez, you're gonna be part of the Jacob Lee show this Thursday at yeah, Wesley. Yeah, I am. Sure am. Tell me about it. Jacob Lee headlining. I think myself. Alex Valudo is opening as well, and I think Jay Whitaker are uh, the openers. So, yeah, that'll be a good time. That's Thursday. Okay. That's Thursday at 730, I believe. Excellent. Wise Guys, West Valley. And then Andy West Gold, Valley. what is going on in your fantastic world? Well, I'm doing show out to the Davis campus of Weber State on Thursday. Going to do 30 minutes of p- pretty clean stuff. Mm-hmm. So that'll be for good. exposure? Yeah. Exposure? <laughs> no, for a few bucks. For, nice. a, few, for a few greenbacks. <laughs> right. Is it going to do diddly squat for my career <laughs> other than that? <laughs> and then I'm doing Christian's awesome show on Sunday, which I'm super psyched about doing. And then, in the meantime, I'm going to try to rake in a little tender crack to sit on my junk, baby. <laughs> <laughs> is that radio clean? I was I wondering how so. high your voice was. I think that go. one. I think that one. I think our mic's cut. Highly questionable. <laughs> that was 
Shoot, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's clean for the Jackson Banks hour. So. Oh man. Sorry. Well, uh, after what after the great performance you did here, I don't <laughs> think there's any words you could use that would get me in any more trouble. So. Uh, dude, I'm sorry, man. I don't. Oh, like I don't mind. In trouble. I think it's fantastic okay. radio. So. You want me to talk to your manager, dude? <laughs> <laughs> for the uh, for the listeners, Andy just pounded his own fist there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll get Chi-Chi. She More looks like a mafia time. enforcer, doesn't she? She'll help me put her in a black trench coat and a fedora. Yeah, she, she would cigarette. definitely help you if you approached her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no kidding. She would represent you. Uh, you're just <laughs> jealous because you don't have my curves. <laughs> <laughs> so when we get back from a couple commercials, maybe a song or two, we'll have Michelle Bodkin in from Rivals.com. We'll talk uh, the end of the season of the Utes. We'll talk about a little bit recruiting. At 9 o'clock, we have uh, Chancellor of Fascism, uh, Jackson Banks, doing his show. Christian Piper's his guest. Andy's going to be on it as Andy's well. Andy's going to be oh on it. Oh. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that should be fantastic because he Tired, is really, it. it's a fantastic show. That's he, what I he's, hear. He's a special, I can't believe special he likes Chi Chi. So stupid. We'll, we'll doesn't he's it so make, funny, though. We'll doesn't it make sense, though, that she would abuse him as a little man boy? That's what, I'm going to talk to Jackson about that. You should. Keep about him at the because he's funny, Yeah. so, so funny, and so, so clueless and he's <laughs> and he's the least no no he is the he, least he has, world wise person i know and i'm very concerned and he has no muscle yeah. he's scrawny he's malnourished and she's the she only 400 pound woman in a 200 pound woman's body manipulate him physically and emotionally yes okay and jackie be like all right chi chi oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> jackson come and do my lol show and be like oh, all right jackie whatever chi chi says the jackie does yeah <laughs> and she's gonna have this awesome super talented guy on her worthless dumpster show and it's not right <laughs> and tonight i put tour. a stop to it well beautiful that's tune awesome. in yes. that's beautiful <laughs> we'll be right back people thank you and we're back this is all you radio sasha bloom here patrick ramirez how are you sir good man catching my breath welcome to the jungle here it's we're throwing people <laughs> under the bus Rose. left and right here appetite for destruction <laughs> all our tires are gonna be flat when we you should have been here for the last segment though such a terrific time. <laughs> You'll have to catch it on the flip side, Michelle. How are you? I'm hey, doing good. Rolling over through the break is uh, Christian Piper and Andy Gold. Hello. I'm Andy. Hello. I'm Christian. This is Christian. <laughs> to the right of We're you. friends. Uh, to the right of your radio right. dial. Right to the right. Coming from the left to the right on your radio <laughs> dial. Radio left. <laughs> so Patrick and Jacob Lee have a show this Thursday, Wise Guys West Valley. What is that, 730, sir? I think it's 7.30, yeah. Thursday. And then Come you boys will show. be there Sunday. Yep. At 7.30 also for Sunday Night Comedy Friend Time. The most outrageous and hilarious night of weird psychosexual drama. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be wonderful. With the mayor. With the mayor, and the mayor will be there. <laughs> I'm going to be at the Davis campus of Weber <laughs> State yelling some yuck yuck, seeing if I can't get lucky with a, with a college co-ed <laughs> he did oh, <laughs> so if you already ruined this hour we came in with a clean slate after you just vomited all over an hour of radio was that bad you <laughs> already ruined this one. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it sir. i thought i was supposed to talk about my awesome comedy life <laughs> <laughs> very interesting football game i watched with the university of utah in colorado last week yes <laughs> Tell me about it, because I actually only watched the first half, and I was actually trying to convince myself 
because I had to go to work to come up here and uh, do a basketball thing. Mm -hmm. But it was very weird because it was making me angry, and I don't like to get angry before I go to work. <laughs> like, I try not, and it just... <laughs> <laughs> I just see you like, like whispering your <laughs> calm down mantra on your way to work. <laughs> Keep it together, Bloom. Keep it together, Bloom. I would like to breath. see Sasha angry. Actually, I it's, think not good for you. it's not cute. It's not. That I, football game. I need a good one. It. Yeah. yeah. I, I bet your face gets red. Can I tell you something? And you're mad. And <laughs> no one can tell. Sincerely, dude. Sasha, look yeah. at it. You can take it out on me, man. I'll be that dude for you. If you're mad, let me have it, man. <laughs> really. <laughs> Everyone talks about how bad I am, but I, I'm that guy. I, you can take your day out on me. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll save it for... You got uh, my number. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go to lunch and just be angry to people? We can scream no, at I people. No, I want to do it behind closed doors so you can really let it out without having to worry about the public. Ooh. <laughs> Andy and Sasha that behind closed well. doors. <laughs> Clicking on that YouTube When redheads link. unite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. <laughs> so anyway, the football game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded almost like Sasha's like, I only watched the first half, so tell me about it. Who won? What was the score, Michelle? Well, no, so I was, <laughs> when I found out, you know, we were kind of updating it while we were putting things together. And at f four minutes, I think that, well, let's see. In the fourth quarter, they took the lead with Hatfield's interception. Mm -hmm. I was surprised that it, when I went back and watched it that evening, I was surprised that it happened so early in the fourth quarter. And then I kind of, as I rewatched it, I became impressed that, oh, these guys held the lead for 11 minutes. Right. You know, it's – poor defense is a little bit banged up right now. So They looked been, exhausted. Th well, and they got gashed. And, you know, I think, I think, you know, they got gashed against Arizona, and then it seemed to continue on a little bit with Colorado. Um, and I don't know if that was still maybe some lingering – from the embarrassment that they suffered against Arizona that was taking a little time to wear off. Not helping matters, of course. You know, you have Nate Orchard going down, I think, kind of in the middle of the first half, and that was kind of a big, oh, my God, moment. What are we going to do? I think you could kind of see them sputter a little bit after that because he's the leader of that team, not the just the defense. The season's been an emotional roller coaster, too, it for has. the team. They have to, I mean, they thought they were, I mean, they went from thinking, worried they wouldn't win, again, thinking they were going to win every game, to then, yeah, just really struggling now. So yeah. Yeah. limping home. An emotional roller coaster. I like yeah. that Variety Magazine <laughs> showbiz term to, to describe a movie. I'm trying to participate <laughs> in football discussion, what Andy. emotional roller coaster. That's a 1990s movie review. <laughs> Michelle, what did you think about it? Do you think it was an accurate, an accurate statement? I think it. I think it honestly kind mm. of is. It has been, you know, a season full of extreme highs and then mm. extreme, extreme lows. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Andy, like a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> like a roller coaster. And, but at the end, at the end, they're gonna get the bad guy and get the girl, and all is gonna end well. The guy who dropped the ball is gonna ride off into the Yeah, like what happens at the end life. of roller coasters? <laughs> what are you even talking about? All right, Michelle, back to you. <laughs> That was almost a sad injury because this guy's going to the Senior Bowl. You know, mm -hmm. he's probably a top fourth fourth round pick somewhere on there. And then it's his knee, and you're like, oh, he just shredded his ACL. Yeah, I didn't think he would come back. Yeah. So when he came back maybe in the next series or two, that was an 
you know, that I think that gave the defense a huge boost. I really do. I think it gave the team in general a huge boost. Do, but should people who are ranked in the top 25, should they be that codependent on a leader? Like, can't you just see a guy get injured, next guy step in and go whoop some ass? Oh, like, they're football players. For sure. And, you know, I, I think guys do step up and take mm-hmm. that. But, I mean, when it's someone just – I think Nate is on just such a totally different level. It's hard. It's a little bit of a blow. You have to adjust to that. Now, luckily, they really didn't have to adjust to that. It looked like they were going to have to. I mean, he couldn't put any weight on his leg going off the field. Uh, it looked bad. It looked really bad. They were trying to Was take he his faking d- it. Is that what we figured out? He's <laughs> faking it. That's I don't, don't think Mr. Orchard would fake <laughs> anything ever. He wants to be out there tackling, tackling quarterbacks. Quick anecdote: My dad was on this high school football team. He was the varsity quarterback as a freshman. First game, he got sacked. First play of the game, and it hurt so bad that he faked an injury and quit the team. <laughs> Oh. So that's a different kind of uh, a personality. My old man was an all-conference uh, all competitor, is what you're saying. My old man was an all-conference uh, defensive end at Utah State. Ooh, ooh, and yeah, dude, be quiet. This is a rad story. <laughs> and they uh, were doing two-a-days and practicing all night. And the coach said if they made a good hit, practice would end. And the right guard over my dad told my old man to play yeah. and the guy's name was Gary Agnew they became friends later on and my dad knocked him out this is one of my dad's favorite stories <laughs> knocked his helmet off and the whole team left and to let him lay there and they all went to <laughs> Chuckarama <laughs> and then got kicked out of Chuckarama yeah for staying too long this is old school 1960s football I could have sworn that was the exact script for remember the titans <laughs> yeah one of those full of they shake your copyright in that way football was full of spit <laughs> and missing teeth. These are the Dick Butkus days. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Was he on the Merlin Olsen team? Uh, I don't know if he was or not. Mm-hmm. Maybe. This I was would think you would have to know that. Yeah, you <laughs> would have, have to know, know that. that. I don't care. I think we've just exposed Olsen. Andy Merlin as a Olsen. liar. <laughs> lying about his dad's exploits. <laughs> My dad's so good at football, he knocked a guy out one time. <laughs> this is a story about <laughs> details. I don't know. Merlin Olsen sounds like a SeaWorld trainer. <laughs> okay? Uh, no, no. he He's went a on famer. to have Hall of Famer. He played for the L.A. Rams. He don't Come care on, about yo. me. Does he care if I bomb on Sunday? I don't care. Merlin um, Olsen was, uh, wasn't he the flower guy, too? The flower no. pitch man? My dad played at Rick's. No, he played Jonathan Garvey. <laughs> On Little House on the Prairie. Uh, <laughs> Gonna Google Jeff Gold Utah was, State for all you haters. <laughs> who was the dude who was on uh, Webster? <laughs> Has to be on there. Football player who was the dad on Webster. I don't know. Who's a football player? <laughs> Find out. Oh, oh I met Webster in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get a photo? Emmanuel Lewis. Emmanuel Lewis? Yes. Really? Did you get a photo? No, I didn't get a photo. I don't do that. That would have been a good photo though. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to impose on famous people. <laughs> I met him. I know, uh, we Webster. Oh, I thought you said you didn't want to. <laughs> I, uh, I thought I wasn't really paying attention. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, Michelle. Yes. I think that anyone who's watched all games of Utah has established that they're not going to quit. Mm-hmm. They've got a 
good, a very good defense, a top five, t- ten defense. Mm-hmm. They need more depth at defense, I think. I think so. Right? Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Their offensive line is getting stronger and better every play. I think they're improving, and most of them will be back next year, so that will be good. With the injuries of the wide receivers, they've showed resilience mm-hmm. in not giving up, especially with having a quarterback who's very inconsistent and unsure of himself. Mm-hmm. We have great running backs, both of them. Mm-hmm. We have a quarterback issue. What, what, what do the Utes need in recruiting or coaching-wise going forward? Because there's a lot, you know, the defensive coordinators might be gone this week. There's a lot going on. You know, that's a hard, hard question to answer. Um, I, I'm not sure about the Sataki rumors I keep hearing that he may go and get a get himself a head coaching job. Colorado State's the new buzzword now. Hmm. I've seen a little bit about Utah State. If Wells goes someplace, I you know, I have seen, you know, some hearsay. Uh, I don't know how true it is. I don't know if Sataki ultimately does end up taking a job if it's offered. I think it maybe depends on what the job is. I think if he does go, I I believe that defensively on the coaching staff they're set to go I would think that they would advance Morgan Scally their safeties coach um, but either way Sataki's becoming a millionaire this offseason I would if have to think so yeah, I would have him. to think so do I have to get my dad on speakerphone no. <laughs> <laughs> to verify you. this story no we just yeah. think you must have not played with Merlin Olson or you would know so you must have played yeah. at a different time until la- like two years him, ago though. you definitely should ask him I'll forget. Played with Merlin Olson. My dad has three oh, football You can stars. remember Merlin. That was the name of your pet sugar glider. Yes. <laughs> your pet sugar glider. I had a sugar glider named Merlin, but that's a long story, <laughs> and it'll disturb uh, <laughs> our guests <laughs> our guest quite a lot. Didn't you know end it's well bad. for Merlin. Let's put it that way. <laughs> no, it did not. You know it's bad when Andy bails on the story. Like, <laughs> this is not fit for no, people. It's just that so, I, I can't with I'm the, worried about my reputation. <laughs> I'm not worried about my reputation. I'm respecting the w- wishes of Sasha. You told me to watch myself when you came in. <laughs> uh, I'm around, what, 105-plus football players all the time? Come on now. Okay, can I tell my Merlin story? <laughs> oh, <here's laughs> I don't think you know the Pandora's box. You just opened there. I don't know, the emotional trauma that you just opened. <laughs> Let it go. Saying, I'm around male state. athletes well, okay. all the time. Now you've got... Now you can feel very... Are we telling the story? We're Go telling it. Go very emotionally disturbed comedians now. now. When I when I was like 19 <laughs> or 20, okay. I stole like $800 from the gym, uh-huh. and I was a drug addict, and that's why I stole the money. I just didn't do it. Like, and uh, you used half of, of it to buy a bunch of weed. Yeah that I would sell for more money, mm-hmm. and then half of it to buy a sugar glider for my friend Cameron. <laughs> okay? I just and, bought and the for those who don't know, what is a sugar glider? It's a little, like, marmousial monkey Marsupial. thing. Marsupial? Marsupial? <laughs> Marsupial? Marsupial? Little monkey thing. Yeah. They're about this big, and they, like, and they fly, <laughs> and they're needy, and you have to feed them very they particular. They fly, they glide. Yes, they glide, <laughs> whatever. And you have to feed them very particular food. But I was a junkie. Yeah. It's a hardcore junkie. I'm clean now, don't worry. Five years clean. Okay. Um, Five years clean. So I sold all the weed, made a bunch of money, yep. had my sugar glider, 
in a birdcage in my room named him Merlin. Okay? And I hung out with him that night. I'm like, this guy's great. And I fed him some pepperonis for my pizza. And he ate it. And I let him climb on my shoulder. And I was like, this guy's the best. And then put him back in his cage. Did you have like a little pouch to hold him? Yeah, a little pouch. Because they're really needy and they love you. So you have to put them in your pouch when you go a place, right? So I'm like, okay, Merlin. Everyone's laughing because they don't know this is not a funny story. (laughs) So then I have all this money from selling all this weed, right? So I go out to buy a bunch of heroin because that was my, uh, as a heroin addict. Uh, Okay. (laughs) And uh, I just went on like a seven day long bender. Yeah. Uh, Just North Temple Hotel to Hotel, Mm -hmm. 72nd South, 33rd South, all the shooting galleries. And just went away for like seven, eight, nine days or something like that. And just forgot about Merlin, <laughs> totally. And then I came back just super blanked up, yeah. right? And came home to my room. My parents just didn't know where I was. <laughs> and then Merlin was holding onto the cage dead and full of rigor mortis. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, Merlin. <laughs> Oh I told had you guys, a bird not a funny story does not end good for yeah. Merlin or the audience. <laughs> <laughs> and later Merlin knocked out Merlin Olsen. Yeah, and that's what happened yeah. to him. And he oh. just all stiff and it's holding under the cage like this. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't laugh when you tell the story. It's a story. <laughs> you sound like a psychopath. <laughs> really came full circle. Oh, man. <laughs> Look what you all rocked. Look what all of you have done. <laughs> oh, goodness. You can't unring that That's a bell. cautionary tale, man. That's the, the kind of stuff they should tell at D.A.R.E. programs. You should get addicted to heroin and you forget about your sugar glider and he dies. Your sugar glider. <laughs> that old story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You should get the another one. Time, it's That'll, really get fun. Another one. Get another one. Get another monkey. Like, it's a blast. Drugs are great. But then <laughs> you kill your sugar glider. Yeah. And you I just get another one. Pushed him off the cage and he just, like, <laughs> he's all stiff. <laughs> Yeah, and threw him out. <laughs> How do you think the youths do this one? You didn't try to flush him down the toilet? No, I threw <laughs> okay. him in the garbage in the garage with the cage and everything. Oh, cage. Okay, so. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Football. So, so the youths, how we look in injury wise, right? <laughs> we really got some rest, some rest in us. Well, I think a point you were making earlier, Sasha, if I may. Yeah, yes. please. With the, uh, how they have a top 10 defense. Mm-hmm. But they might be performing like a top 10 defense. But if you have a defense where someone gets injured, your defense is really bad or not as good, then you you don't have a top 10 defense. I'm That's the thing that separates Utah from maybe some of these elite schools. I was going to say, though, it, it's, it's not players. just one player going out. Like, they have yeah. five of their top guys that have gone out. But your depth yeah. is part of what yes. makes you a good team. Yes. Like, people always say that when, like, when Utah State's quarterback – Chucky got injured for a full mm-hmm. season. It was like, oh, he would have been great. We were a great team. No, you weren't. You didn't have a good backup quarterback. Like, you have right, to. Right, You right. have to have. That's what separates, like, I mean, Michigan, as bad of the year as they're having, like, they have athletes all down their roster, and they mm-hmm. do every year. If someone goes down, someone else is going to perform at the same level, on the line or anywhere. For so, sure. For I sure. Think, that's still a work in progress for them. Yeah. That's still a work in progress. But it's getting, I think it's getting better every year. Did I sound smart about football, guys? Yeah, that did sound very smart. Thanks. I'm, Thanks. Yeah. 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 He's dancing. Go sports. <laughs> Tell me if you think this. Utah is the, is the less talented <laughs> Florida State of this year. 
because every game Florida State plays exactly to the competition, and they barely win. Every week Utah plays exactly to the level of competition, and sometimes and they lose. They've lost to like Oregon. They played. They lost Arizona, Arizona State, and they've all been close games. Mm-hmm. To it, they played Colorado this week or this last week, who they were head and heels better, and they they squeak one out. Right. Whereas Florida State is squeaking out, no one's impressed with them, and um, they're winning every game, but they play to the competition. That question. Why, little... why is it that they they can't get a, a big win? They can't put more than two touchdowns in front of an opponent. Okay. That question's a little bit multifaceted. First of all, I haven't watched enough of Florida State to see kind of what it is they're doing. Now, I know that the ACC is not nearly as strong as the Pac-12, and specifically the Pac-12 South, which Utah plays in. Um, So I don't know maybe how good of a comparison that is because I don't think Florida State's competition is nearly as good as the competition Utah's face. Take just this last week. Colorado, not mm-hmm. in the top 25, where should win by two touchdowns. They, you know, have to come from behind fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Florida State plays Florida this last week. Same thing, not in the top 25. Florida is number one, and they have to win it in the fourth quarter. Right. So, you know, like, what is it with Utah just barely playing to the competition to squeak out wins? Is it there is just – they I, just grind out wins? Is it their I, personality? I think that Can they not little... get two touchdowns lead? I think is that is a, a little bit of their personality. I, yeah. I, they're more blue collar. They're a lot more grounded and pounded. They're not about style points. They really never have been about style points. Probably the closest they ever have been to that were the two Urban Meyer years. Mm-hmm. Kyle's style is a little more conservative. It's a little more, like like you said, ground, grounded and pounded. We're well, going he to respects his players, and he's not a fascist, and he's not an abuser of young men like uh, Urban is. I can't comment Whoa. on that. Wow. <laughs> I can't I comment. Was, an abuser of young men. That's the Penn State guy. This is Matt's Zing, song. zing, waka, waka. No, there, there's... It, Jackson doors. Banks on us. It's, it's famed um, that he was very emotionally abusive to I a lot of the players. I some rumors. And part of the reason why they were so successful was because they lived in fear of this man. I, I've heard rumors. I That's the kind of I football coach I'd be. Yes. Uh, yeah, what I'd kind be, of football coach would be? Oh, emotional, bl- emotional blackmail. Mess manipulative. With the <laughs> Lock him in a closet. Yes. No yes. cell phones. Let's see. I decide who their girlfriends are. <laughs> <laughs> would you make them bring yeah. them in? And, you and their parents them. talk to them through me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like uh, John Voigt from Varsity Blues. I'm oh, him. Nice. Are you, my, <laughs> yeah. are you a uh, offensive-minded coach or you're a defense in their face guy? I play a little ball. My coach hated me because he tried to get us psyched up before the games, and he said the stupidest lines. <laughs> he said First, he said, rise and shout, the Vikings are out. And then everybody <laughs> on the team jumped up like a bunch Worst of spazzes with their helmets. Like, I'm like that's the stupidest like, line, coach, you guys. Our mascot isn't even the Vikings. What's and then he on? tried to be cooler. <laughs> it was the opponent. You my Vikings. <laughs> view my, by saying "kick the tires and light the fires," I just didn't oh, have. You had a slogan, coach. I just yeah. didn't have the stupid that you're supposed to have playing football. I was always stoned, but I just sit on the sidelines like this is dumb, and try to figure out where the party was after the game. All right. What about you, Christian? What kind of head coach would you be? Kind of I wouldn't be like my coach. In, in, in all honesty, I would try to be like a really great X's and O's like 
like strategy guy, like very cold and impersonal. But but mm-hmm. then what I actually would be is a total wuss, <laughs> and like the players <laughs> would abuse me, and they would like they threaten me, and I'd be like, oh please, oh, oh, I'm trying, I'm just trying, to coach guys. That's, that's the kind of coach I would be, in all honesty. Like, like they all like kind of like like uh, groaned at you. You'd probably knock off like sprints after practice. What you're saying? Yeah, you'd be like, well, come on, make me coach, run. and you'd be like, let's break, take it to the house, everybody. Good, good work out there. Well, they'd make me run sprints. Is what they do. <laughs> I guess. How about a few laps, Coach Piper? Yes, Christian yes, was talking about what he wants to be and what he would really be. I'd want to be the dictator, but I'd be a pushover too. But I wouldn't be a crybaby. I would party with my kids. <laughs> <laughs> I would figure out, like, yeah, where's the party? You would teach them and how to inject steroids. Uh, no, not steroids. Fun <laughs> drugs, man. Go be silly. Not steroids. That's unavoidable. If you're gonna, yeah, if you, and uh, I said the toad. Yeah, man. I'd go, I'd go party with my kids, and we'd get hammered and drive around the town, and it'd be a great time, dude. We'd go, you know, zero and twelve, but we'd be the funnest team, Five and we'd be the team. Sport, every yeah. all the best teams would want to play us because they know we're the funnest, best parties. So we'd be famous. <laughs> we'd be famous losers. We'd be all over. Sports and if it was an NFL le- level, yeah, we, we would lose every game. But the commentators would be like, they're going to have this huge party, they're this mansion. And it's <laughs> bad news bears, but everyone's adults. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure the NFL already has their version of that. The Raiders. True. <laughs> yeah. Some bad seasons. But the Raiders are kind of scary because of the whole NWA thing when they're in L.A. They got that whole connotation. Mine would be purely fun. All right. <laughs> more fun loving. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It would be uh, – we would be the uh, the San Diego party boys. Oh, I yeah. say maybe more like the Browns but with style. The Browns. Ugh. That's the stupidest Gosh. name for a team. Team in Tijuana named that, by the way. <laughs> is that really? <laughs> Very close to San Diego. Is that a Mexican joke? A bit. Oh, Patrick, you devil. He snuck you that in there, there didn't you? It was rolling on the rim. I just slam dunked it. You can tell those jokes, though, because you're a Mexican man. Yep. I can't. Those are it. off limits <laughs> for the blue-eyed devil. Nah, nah, you can. Can I? Yeah, sure. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah I have a bunch of them. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I have permission. I was going to say, all of a sudden. I know. All of a sudden, you self-impose the comedy police on yourself. I was like, Andy does not hold back his minority jokes. <laughs> I don't know why he, all of a sudden you said, do no, I have a lot of minority jokes? You have one that I love. I, I think I used to I have more. I can think of eight to this nine this, off the yeah, top this of my got head. Derailed. Sorry, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> this is her hour, Andy. We ruined it. Sorry. It's okay. Sorry. What's up with the defensive coach? You start tendering girls. This one girl, I think she, I offended her because she's going to San Diego, and I said, go to SeaWorld and see if you can catch a blackfish incident. And she hasn't, she hasn't got back to me. I think she's sensitive. I'll give her time. She's crafting a gem. Yeah. Gem response. Anyway, defensive coordinator, oh, what's ahead. up with him, right? <laughs> He's doing well. Um, what's the hopes for the bowl game? Which one do, do we want to see him in? You know, I'm seeing that they want to maybe do the Holiday Bowl, Cactus Bowl. I'm At least from the fan standpoint, everybody's kind of been saying anywhere but El Paso, please. Hey, I take offense to that. <laughs> a lot of a lot of good stuff happens there. Sorry, man. His mom a lot of my favorite drugs. I grew up there. To go there. <laughs> uh, give me the cities. Let's let's break it down why we're running last in there. Where's the holiday bowl? Uh, San Diego? Yes. Okay, that's not bad. <laughs> and the girl. cactus 
Bowl? Would be the Phoenix area. Yeah. Okay. And El Paso's third. Let me tell you the good thing about El Paso. Are they out of the San Francisco Bowl? I'm not sure. I've been seeing that one. That's the Foster Farms one, right? I've seen that one. Yeah, what used to be the Emerald Bowl. Mm -hmm. Because that's a good one. That's a Pac 10 or Pac 12 versus Big 10 matchup. Mm -hmm. So you'd probably get Michigan State or someone like that. That would be a fun game. Yeah. They'd match up well with someone like that. Or even maybe a Wisconsin if they Mm -hmm. don't get to the Rose Bowl. Right. A little little match with Gary Anderson. That'd I be like fun. it. It would be fun. <laughs> it would be fun. Are you gonna travel to the bowl game or I want to so so bad but get a new credit card, do it. Uh, <laughs> the budget. The budget. Any rich listeners <laughs> out there? Say, I was gonna say Sponsor yeah. Michelle wow. on our trip to the bowl game. We should kick fund it. I yeah. I you know, I'd like to think that I'm making yeah. that Aaron Andrews money, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Erin Andrews, so. man, I feel bad for her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. She's doing great. What? Nah, dude. Some guy filmed her naked. Oh, well, yeah. That yeah that's happens. what made her famous, but it just happens. <laughs> well, she was already famous. She was pretty famous. She was dancing with the stars. This is this no, is no, not no, no, that was after. Yeah, right that was after. <laughs> so, this I is that was a good call. <laughs> so, man, man, Christian's being a buzzkill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm Such trying to keep you from ruining wet, the show, Andy. Wet, wet blanket authority figure. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> What's our account on Andy apologies in this show? Oh, I need How the Keith Stubbs bell. <laughs> keep up with that one. The Keith Stubbs bell. Yeah, he's got a little bell. He's oh, one of those old radio guys. Ding, ding ding. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. What did Coach Whittingham say at his press presser in terms of going forward, preparation for the bowl? Can you fill us in on any of that? Uh, no, because there wasn't a presser That's Monday. That's what I thought. <laughs> oh. That's why no. I couldn't find it. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was no presser. They're counting on either whatever bowl game they go to, mm-hmm. mandating that they have one, or they'll just have one on their own um, to talk about that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So I don't know. <laughs> no one knows. Is that a good strategy for a coach, just to leave your fans in wonderment? Like, they've spent all this money, all this time buying jerseys, and then wanting them to buy stuff during the holidays, you know? I I think their hands are kind of tied, though, because all the championship games have to kind of play out before they know exactly Mm. where they're going to go. So... I mean, they maybe have a pretty good idea, but I don't think anything's going to be set in stone until after this weekend. Because how do they just buy tickets for 120 people and get hotels? And hmm, They must have pre-negotiated contracts with all these airlines I, and stuff. I would just have to think so. The bowl games probably had those negotiated, yeah. mm-hmm. and then they just assigned them to the teams yep. that they bring. That would be my guess. Yeah, so I, I know a lot about this kind of stuff. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Earlier when you talked about how they spent a lot of money buying jerseys, it made it sound like everybody's buying like thousands of jerseys. Like like they're obligated. You see to. a lot of Utah swag in this town. Yeah. Hats and stickers. And it's at its height right now. Yeah, everybody's got the team spirit. But uh, I haven't seen a lot of jerseys. I, I think I could get into a jersey. I'm not you a would big look. You would look like a little boy <laughs> in a football jersey. Yeah. Just hang off your bones. I was going to say, they do make jerseys for women and children, so <laughs> that might work. Oh, dude. Whoa. Whoa. Look at what she just said to you, Patrick. Was you rough. take that? It was the hometown comment, wasn't it? Oh, man. <laughs> man. Michelle coming Throw out. something at her. 
Me and Michelle are going to arm wrestle after the show. Oh. You know things. I'm going to win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she is. Jeez. I work out every day. Nautilus. I guess we have our new this. Instagram video. I don't want none of this isometric power. Isometric? What's that? That's where you use your uh, body weight. A, uh, why, are, why are we laughing? Is this something I'm not uh, – is this a big thing that, that I don't know You knew he about? used to be a professional bicyclist, right? He was a cyclist. That's right? isometrics? No, but no, he is a professional not. athlete. Like he's. Well, I'm not the one teasing him for being a weakling. It's Michelle over here. <laughs> I'm trying to build him up by talking about his isotricks and whatnot. <laughs> and you guys brought isotricks. His marsupial <laughs> isotricks. Yeah, bicycling. I think that's a protein it. shake, actually. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, Michelle, you're right to go for the arm wrestle because upper body, not a lot of upper bodies on cyclists. I was gonna say me neither. <laughs> <All right. laughs> this could get interesting. Do some <laughs> leg wrestling. Oh leg my wrestling. gosh, Joseph Smith style. Oh, I'd win though, dancer. <laughs> oh, dancer. Dancer. Oh no, it's probably got some leg muscles. And soccer player. So yeah. And soccer. My mother warned me about girls like you. <laughs> Stay away from dancers and soccer players. In that order. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm, I'm officially freaked out. <laughs> Shell came in here talking trash about my hometown. It's gonna kill me, upper body and lower body style. Are you try- Are you are you really gonna defend El Paso? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, defend it. You could do a lot worse than El Paso, my friend. Yeah, Albuquerque. That's that's, that's the only thing way worse than El Paso. Calcutta. That's the only thing worse. You can do. That's pretty bad. Albuquerque's a rough one. Well, I'll, I won't argue against the San Diego Bowl. That one's going to be hard to beat. San Diego's going to beat a lot of towns. But any town in Arizona, overrated. Phoenix, I overrated. I love Phoenix. I don't know, man. Tucson was pretty cool. Tucson's good. Yeah, it's a pretty sweet like, cacti. Phoenix doesn't like, have a downtown. It's not a no. real interesting city. If I you like Tucson, that. you like El Paso. It's very much like Tucson. Imagine if you got two cities that you know took a desert and Without opened up a parking lot. the biggest drug syndicates gotcha. in the world <laughs> living there and operating in, in El Paso? The kidnapping of children. And incorrect. In that's in Mexico, my friend. Ciudad Juarez. That that's, in, that's in the ciudad, as we call it. Tucson, Tucson has hoodie, though. Uh, manager of the comedy condo and 65-year-old loud drunk comedy good. manager. Pretty good. That's bringing. That's I'm sure you can find a 65-year-old drunk in El Paso. I'll say, there's <laughs> a comedy club in El Paso. Not who has 44 years in the comedy business. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's interesting. Uh, I think there's one that's got over 30 in El Paso. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he's oh, six, six years short of half a Patrick, century. did you start good. doing comedy in El Paso? No, I didn't. I started here. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, well, I think El Paso is a little underrated. I'm not going to say it's a paradise. It's a life, <laughs> it's a rough, rough happenings in that town. That town is directly, its, it's mood is directly um, taken from how the Dallas Cowboys do on a Sunday. <laughs> Cowboys win, everything's cool, economy's good, no one's speeding. Cowboys lose. I mean, close the banks. <laughs> it's not going to be a good Monday. Yeah, close. <laughs> That's it. That's what I know of that town. But that bowl is good. I've been to several Sun Bowls. It's fun. It's an easy stadium. It's walking distance to a lot of things. So I would say that would you could do a lot worse than the Sun Bowl, my friend. <laughs> if they go to the Sun Bowl, I'm totally going to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so, come on. Come on, come guys. On, guys. Come on, guys. Stop throwing stones. I feel like I'm, I'm up against the wall here. If they go to the Sun Bowl, I am going to that game. And I'll wear my, my Ute children's jersey 
I'll have you know. But it'll be a, a, a 14-year-old jersey. Dude, okay, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do Jackie's show, man. <laughs> tired. This is the part of the show where Andy thinks out loud. Okay, okay, I'll do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Michelle El Paso, football, Sun Bowl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Defense yeah, is right, weak. We got, Urban Meyer is a we, fascist. We got Andy on my side <laughs> now. And what else? What else? What else? Well, we want to know. guy fumbled, but he's killing it now. <laughs> that was a pretty good summary, wasn't it? Fantastic. Yeah. So are what you, as, as a writer, real quick, this is about Michelle. Okay. What do you think of semicolons? I don't like, I'm not for them. <laughs> They're pointless, aren't they? A comma and a period does the job. You don't need them. Do you use semicolons? Yes. You don't need them. <laughs> why, don't, why don't you need them? <laughs> Amy's been talking about this for <laughs> a year. <laughs> <laughs> You, you play somewhere if you want to use it instead of like an and or a but or something like that. But commas are sufficient. And if you want to end a sentence, you can just use a period. They're a pointless punctuation mark. You should stop using you them. You don't think that they're kind, of, <laughs> they're kind of fun to draw, though? I like to draw semicolons. Who draws anymore? Or to Who write draws on their, a page. Their, yeah, well. I do like, the, I do like so that much. he asked you a question about the writing part of sports writing. Yeah. That doesn't happen that often, right? Okay, do What's you have your a favorite punctuation mark? <laughs> mine is the mine is just the colon. I use that a lot. Fan. But the it's semicolon. Body part. <laughs> quit being perverted. This is about writing. Stop it, this is Michelle's segment. Okay, quit we'll talking about show holes. The rails. Okay, my goodness. Train wreck. What is your, no, it's not. No, it's not. This is great. What's your favorite punctuation mark? I don't know because I don't think about it. Mine's the colon. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah, because it's like continue reading. It gets better. I get excited when a colon comes up because I'm like, oh, there are the. I use them a lot. Keep going. I like colons. I don't like ellipses. I agree. I kind of overused. They're overused. I will agree with that. But I kind of like them. I have a question of writing since we have a bunch of writers in here. I like ending sentences with them. How do you feel about the new computer thing? Where remember growing up, we had to do. When you put a period down, you had to go space, space, and then capital. Right. Now you only space once. Yeah, I like the single space. It reads yeah. better, I think, than the double space yep, does. Yep, yep. Double space is It took me a while when I got to, when that started shifting. Mm-hmm. I hung on to the double space for a while. Mm-hmm. But then I switched and realized it was for the better. You can almost use that to guess someone's age. Yeah. Because older oh. people double still spaces, double, double Don't space. even bother listening to them. Don't respect them. This is news to me. I <laughs> didn't even know you don't They're on their way anymore. to death's door. <laughs> <laughs> they have nothing to teach us. <laughs> <laughs> Hope I die before I get old. Hit <laughs> the skids, Pops Ramirez. So, Michelle, <laughs> I want to spend the next eight minutes or so and tell me what the Utes need for next year. I kn- we'll have you on before the bowl game, mm-hmm. and we'll totally break into that. Sure. But looking at the team now, let's ignore no coaching changes or right. any of that stuff. Just what do we need? What what do we hope we get? You know, I think, and I'll have a clearer picture hopefully after this weekend. I'm going to be talking with some people and just kind of finding out what's going on a little bit more on the recruiting front for them. Um, but I think they're still looking to build the outside perimeter speed, um, you know, continue getting Kalen Clay types that can just burn you on the edge. I would have to think that cornerbacks and safeties are going to be a huge top of the list, top of the list thing, just from the standpoint that I don't think the depth's quite where they need to be um, at those positions, though who they do have there I think is very talented. 
Um, so it's just a matter of building that up, making sure that if there's injuries, they're not kind of playing the pick and pull that they did a little bit this year to kind of cover cover for some players that they lost. And then they may want to look at bringing in another linebacker or two as well. Uh, to replace or just because there's no depth? Again, more yeah. of a depth issue than replacement. Everyone... Just about everyone, I believe, should be returning at the linebacker position. Do you think it's good to have a family member on your team as a head coach? I I think it's probably a mixed bag, I'm sure. Because I think high school is different than Pac-12 football. Right. It, like, I was thinking about that. I was like, how does Jason <laughs> and Kyle have Thanksgiving together? You think well, high school is different sorry. than Pac-12, do you? Oh, man. Hey, well, no, I'm no. real observant over here, all right? <laughs> So, <laughs> who's got the family member on the oh, team? Sasha. Kyle Whittingham. Kyle Whittingham has two family members mm-hmm. on the team. He has yeah. his son, Alex and Whittingham, his, his and grandma. his nephew. <laughs> yeah. Grandma's on the team. His grandma's a trainer. <laughs> <laughs> no one tapes an ankle his like nephew, Grandma Whittingham. Said, his his son's on the team? Uh-huh. His son's on the team. I didn't even know this. And then his nephew. I think they're both linebackers, yeah. actually. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I don't think Alex played this year. No, I don't that think lack Alex of depth. <laughs> but it, he's um, worth the merit. What, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do about the nicknames? What do you mean about whose nicknames? nicknames? Well, Oops. are the there Utes? any good nicknames on the Utes? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're playing. Yeah. I want a dirty old like defensive lineman named like Snot Snot Face. We got a guy named Bubba. No, not Bubba. That's hack. <laughs> Something not based. Come on, we're gonna keep it highbrow over yeah. here. Bubba, Some, no, it's not based. Yes, not not highbrow. Original. I don't care. Something that. Tells me like some just raggedy dirt bag with no teeth and what he's just playing ball. Bag? You know he doesn't pull his weight in the classroom. <laughs> a, a nickname that says that. Like, hey, we're not in Alabama maybe, here. You should start recruits like a casting. Not to give unsolicited <laughs> advice. <laughs> so you know, I got some advice for Michelle. Take it or leave it. All right. Okay. <laughs> start giving I think him nicknames. She just said leave it. <laughs> start giving him nicknames in your writing. That's how Magic Johnson <laughs> got his nickname, Michelle. <laughs> Maybe if it's appropriate. What's your favorite <laughs> no, football nickname? No, like, like Dirtbag McKendy. <laughs> Dirtbag McKendy? Yeah, we'll be the raggedy, rugged. See a bartender? Yeah, because you said we were blue collar, right? Blue right. collar people are dirty. So <laughs> give us some nicknames. I was going to say Johnny Paul goes by Jeebo. No! Wait, I like no. Jeebo. I like okay, Jeebo. let me explain it, though. Yeah, yeah, that needs okay. an explanation. Okay. Okay. So the movie Friday... Uh, the bad guy, oh, the bad Debo. guy on the Debo. bike, Debo. Yeah. Yes. So it's a playoff of Debo. Jeebo. Okay, I like it, but I don't like, <laughs> I like the reference <laughs> that require an explanation. I like them to paint the picture. I like them to stand on their own. Well, stupid, maybe you need to watch Friday a little bit <laughs> So you, you want what? the color commentator to be like, and now, number 55, Dingleberry. <laughs> no! <laughs> Something that's not. Of all the nicknames I'm going to allow. No, like. Dirtbag for Snotface. Like, like. Here's a like like ladies man O'Hurley. And he'll have a little feather in his cap, a big feather in his helmet. And, and then after he tackles a guy, he gyrates his hips like instead ravishing of, Rick Root. Instead of, uh, <laughs> instead of like those helmet stickers for a tackle, what do you he gets doing? a feather. Quit, quit messing with my microphone. It's, you're too close. Yeah, you're okay. okay. And then, so pitch this to him. And then he like... He holds his hands behind his head and then moves his hip after he tackles like a guy. Like ravishing recruit. Like just like ravishing yeah. recruit. <laughs> and then, 
How about that? Can you drop the people's yeah. elbow while he's yeah. after a sack? So do that in your writing, <laughs> semicolon free. It'll catch on. Mm-hmm. The players will get popular because of it, and they'll just start doing it, and they'll think it just happened like organically, but you planted the seed. You got power, Michelle. Oh, my gosh, power. The pen is mightier than the sword. Yeah, that's how Magic Johnson got his nickname, and look what happened. <laughs> you think that's the reason Five why? Five championships. I was going to say, that's not quite like dirt ball or whatever you <laughs> He got magic. You start with dirt ball. Magic. Magic. Yeah, that's because he played magically. <laughs> the youths <laughs> <youth. laughs> are a dirty. They really broke it down for us. They're a grinded out ground and pound team. Is that what you guys were saying? Yeah. Yeah. They're grinders. Yeah, the yeah. grinders. So they need a blue collar. They need a blue, blue collar, collar just raggedy. Just this guy is about to go to the bar and take his day out <laughs> on the, you know, <laughs> jean jacket wearing, belt buckle having. Just, jean jacket, no sleeves Yeah, wearing. they listen to REO Speedwagon. His name's Taser, right? And have straw in yeah. their teeth. The guy Seidel, a football player. <laughs> <laughs> yes, kind of like that. denim clad football yeah. player. Like all their dads are coal miners. And their moms had them when they were 17. <laughs> so we're essentially, we're looking for athletes who have speed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And sweet I, nicknames. I think, I think they're still working on the, the just getting that Pac-12 athleticism. Mm-hmm. Well, I really appreciate you, Michelle, for coming <laughs> in studio. Thanks for toughing it out. <laughs> this was so much fun. <laughs> Where can people read your stuff? You can go to utezone.com. It's paid membership, but it's worth every penny. And just so you guys know, signing day for football is coming up quicker than we all know it. It's the first weekend of February, and we're the best source for everybody that's coming in. And we'll have you on during that time. Yeah, sure. remember, every cent of your subscription goes right towards taking Michelle to the El Paso Bowl. Yes. yes. <laughs> Go to El Paso. I'm I will show you the El Paso I know. So we will never got, leave. Sorry if I got carried away. And <laughs> I think we're up to 14 apologies. Yeah, I, well, I just, Welcome I just, to the Apology Podcast. I wanted to make this as much fun as I could for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope, I hope you had fun. I really do. I hope you had fun. It wasn't Did fun for Merlin the monkey. Oh, good, good, good. Christian always makes me feel bad. Like I'm too mean to – like he, he's always trying to like – Put the reins on me and stuff. That's <laughs> my role. I'm the street man. <laughs> the street man. So, Patrick, where are you uh, performing this Thursday? Thursday at Wise Guys West Valley, opening mm-hmm. for um, Jacob Lee, headlining that day. <laughs> so, uh, uh, looks down at notes. Uh, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> well, that's... That, hey, that's his opener. Don't mess with that. <laughs> Solid. Solid. Jacob opener. Lee just actually came in. That was Jacob. Uh, on the hey, thanks radio. for coming, Jacob. Yeah, that was good. Just give a little, a little yeah, teaser. Well, I, mean, I will certainly it, be at that like show. When I it's... was in Whitsand in Colorado this one time, and this lady was just being dumb. So I was all like, whatever. And she was like, okay. And it just felt like so good. <laughs> so Jay Whitaker will be at the show Patrick Ramirez of course uh, Jacob Lee it's his night I'm going to go there and show my support Because it should be fantastic Sunday I'm going To go back to Wise Guys West yes, Valley And seeing Christian Piper Andy Gold Jackson Banks premiere of his new film Yes, 
There's a lot going yeah, on. Be, we're going to have live with Mayor Ben McAdams. Yes. Rosales. Don't understand Brian Rosales, Rosales is going to be here. For those that don't know, Brian Rosales Come is Come Wednesday gentleman. night and see him. Get a taste. <laughs> Brian Rosales. Come back for the prime dish. I don't know if this will make sense to you, but for some reason to me, he looks like a ladybug. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, and then he'll be there. Anyway. It's called Sunday Night Comedy Friend Time. It's a live talk He's show and variety listening. show. It's really funny, and it's going to be a blast. Like, there's no so reason to not come. Fun. First edition. It's the first one you've First done, live right? one, yeah, yeah on, the on stage. And then I heard from my boss at iHeartMedia that the University of Utah is having a hard time selling out Wichita State coming to the running Utes this Wednesday. It's an ESPN game. If that thing is not sold out, you should be embarrassed as students. And I'm going to be there. You're going to be there. I'm going to be there. So I'll be running around, and it should be a good time. You better not be, be running game. around on that floor. They will you, throw you out. I know they will. you got to sit. <laughs> Bring earbuds. They, they made the buzzers louder. Can really? I, yeah. Can I follow you on uh, Twitter? Hell no. <laughs> No, <laughs> we just mentioned. Finally, <laughs> someone else is getting it besides me. I'll tweet at you. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, where are you at Twitter, Michelle? I'm at M Bodkin Rivals. Same, same handle for. No, Instagram. you're fantastic. I'm, I'm really getting to the point where I might start interjecting on some of your Twitter conversations because I think you need defending. You got Following some real Michelle arrogant, Bodkin. pompous, ignorant. Oh, dude, I'll defend you, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will. I don't know if that's going to help me or hurt me. Oh, it'll help you. No, no, nobody will ever want to mess with you again. I'll be so, trust me, I'll do this for you. <laughs> Let him do this. Yeah, I'd be so happy to. He's very good at blowing a bridge up. I'll it, blast him. <laughs> I'll blast I promise. They'll, they'll delete their Twitter accounts. Okay. They'll delete their, they won't get out of bed. Chris, Christian, Andy, you guys are going to carry over. We have the Chancellor coming in. Yeah. This should be a very funny, oh, yeah. funny show. So Great th job, thank you Sasha. again, Michelle. We'll Absolutely. see you in a little bit. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm excited for Full you, game. Patrick. So yeah. Thanks. Um, yeah. I'll see you Thursday at 730 at Wise Guys West Valley, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. And you're going to be funny? My phone's about Absolutely. to die. Absolutely. Of course mm -hmm. he is. Let's turn it up. <laughs> cool. And we'll be right back. And when we get back, Jackson Banks will be running this world. Thanks.